0: Welcome to Thoughts Off The Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and this is the Halloween episode. Ooh. <laughs> I hope everybody had a good week. I hope you're having a good Friday. I hope you're enjoying life in general. Yeah, I hope you're having a good time. I hope you like the lights. I figured I would uh, light it up a little bit this time, see what the deal is with a little different lighting. Because it's Halloween, and why not I say, boom, boom, boom. (laughs) Wait. (coughs) I know that's a mystery sound, but whatever, I don't care. (laughs) All right, so I tried to do this a little bit earlier. So uh, I only have half a joint this time, because a full joint was apparently too much. (laughs) So today in the bong, we're smoking, let me see here, a little bit of Ness. uh, Chocolate cheesecake again it is i think it's an yeah it's an indica and it's 23% thc it's a good hit you get a good sleep tastes delicious it's a little bit more on like the earthy side of things um but yeah it's a good solid hit i really enjoy it and what we're smoking or what i tried to smoke earlier in the joint which is still in the joint with our glass tips black because why because it's halloween baby oh i dropped it <laughs> um I, my neighbor actually came over and dropped off uh, a little bit of his crop from the summer. And what was it? He said it was Bruce Banner. Um, I don't know what the THC content was, but I smoked, I rolled a joint that was about the size of a king size cigarette, a little bit thicker, and I got halfway through and my brain just... ...crapped out on me, so I am redoing this. Which is kind of good, because I changed the lighting, and I think this is pretty cool. It looks... I don't know. You let me know. How about that? Let me know in the comments what you think, and if I should keep the lighting, or change it up, or go back to the bright white lighting. But that is really fucking bright, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> so, that's kind of why I like this. I'm hoping it gives it like a little bit better ambiance. Because as my daughter said, as I was trying to figure this out, figure out the lighting thing, she goes, That... It should go like this because it's more of a party kind of atmosphere and that's kind of what you do right (laughs) so boom there you go I might keep the lighting but I can change it up I could change it to different colors so let me know in the comments let me know what you think also if you're watching this hit like subscribe and of course turn on the notifications so you get told every time a new session comes out look at me I'm getting all professional about this shit and shit So anyway, this Bruce Banner stuff that's in the joint is supposed to be a hybrid um, from what I could look up online because I didn't really ask him. I didn't want to get into like a question-answer period. But essentially, um, it's an 80-20 with an 80 lean towards sativa. So it's more sativa. But man, does it get you high? And it tastes really good. He did an excellent job. I'm actually very impressed with it. Um, And he gave me a whole like... Handful for free, and I'm talking like my hand, like a mitt. (laughs) So pretty cool of them. Very nice of them. Um, And yeah, so that's what we're smoking on, and I'm drinking on a little bit of tequila this time, baby. Why? Because it's a celebration. Halloween episode. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm all hyped up about Halloween, as you could tell. So we're drinking on a little bit of Cas Casamigos mezcal. It's pretty good. It's got kind of like a smoked wood sort of taste aftertaste. Uh, it's a sipping whiskey. You don't generally want to shoot it because if you start to shoot it, the next thing you know, um, you get it's a real overbearing aftertaste. If you take a bunch of shots of it, as I found out one weekend with Dave. <laughs> so yeah, it's sipping. Definitely better sip it. So cheers to Friday. I hope you're. Uh, thank you for joining the sesh. Thank you for tuning in on Friday, and I uh, hope you're kicking your weekend off right. Cheers to you for being here, and applause to you for being here. Thank you. Alright. So, as it's the Halloween episode, I figured I would explain to you that lately, I've been watching uh, scary movies with my kids. Because my 8-year-old decided, hey, Dad, I want to see some fucking scary movies. Obviously, she didn't say fucking. (laughs) Otherwise, she would have been in trouble. But, she's like, Dad, I want to watch some scary movies. So, she started off wanting to watch Chucky. The original Chucky. 19, I think eighty-eight Chucky. Okay? So I tried to find it. I couldn't find it. We didn't have the right channel on Amazon Prime. So we ended up watching the new Chucky. That Chucky sucks. I'm sorry, but it just sucks. I don't think the doll's as creepy. I know that there's more options with it, because it's all like oh, excuse me. You know, it's all now. It's got all the technology of now. But I didn't find it that scary. I kind of found it. <laughs> Not that the first one's any better But I'm saying if you're going to get freaked out by a doll Get freaked out by the original doll You know what I'm saying um, Yeah. Um So we started off watching that She didn't find it scary So we decided to watch the Scream movies She found some of those a little bit scary Which I hadn't I had totally forgot Essentially what the plot was Of the whole thing I remember watching 1 and 2 but I didn't remember 3 and 4 They're making a 5th one by the way <laughs> Just to let you know so we started watching those. They Now, she really liked those ones because there's a lot of jump scares. But this 8-year-old instead of freaking out at the movie, the whole time she's guessing at who the murderer could be. She's my little horror movie kid, man. I'm telling you. She's going to be right there beside me. And there's even one there's stuff that I can't even like try to show her right now that I really want to show her but like let's be honest she's eight and it's not fair (laughs) it'll ruin her okay so yeah I'm very excited for when she gets old enough to see some of the movies that I think are the scariest although I did show them so my eight-year-old got really into it my son is not at all into scary movies like we have to pause it where it's either showing like a wall or a staircase or like something innocuous right like no, it doesn't matter to anything for him to even come in the room and walk through it to go get a drink. Okay. That's what I to, like. He's, he's 10. He's a little, you know, he's like his dad. I was like that when I was 10. I hated scary shit. So we've started on this movie marathon and it got me thinking like, okay, what were my favorite Movies what were the movies that scared the they didn't have to be the best movies But what movies scared the living shit out of me the first time like the ones I can remember you know What I mean my top five that were like oh my god didn't matter how old I was didn't matter any of that stuff It just scared me to the core that kind of thing So I was trying to think what would scare these girls because people getting dismembered apparently does nothing (laughs) They're just like yeah dad whatever that's cool (laughs) Okay So I thought What the fuck would scare these girls? Now, I thought a ghost story would probably be pretty good. So, I decide that it's a great idea to show them Amityville Horror with Ryan Reynolds in it. That's like my number one movie, like, scary movie of all time. Because the first time I watched it, I was like 25 years old, okay? 25, 24, 25. I was in my my early 20s, (laughs) okay? And, uh... I remember watching this thing and I got so freaked out that after watching it, no matter if I woke up in the middle of the night and wanted to go take a piss, I, I had to turn all the lights on. <laughs> I couldn't just walk through the dark and turn the bathroom light on. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Not me. I had to actually turn all of the lights on. So I turn them on, go pee, and then I go think about turning them off. <laughs> like, no. Fuck it, man. Dude, that that movie ruined me for like two years at night time when I woke up to pee. Because 3.15 in the morning is when the clock goes off. And then he's sitting downstairs. And he's hearing a voice that says, catch him. Kill him. Catch him. Kill him. Catch him. Kill him. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And then he starts going bonker pants and trying to fucking kill everybody? Well, What? Oh, my dude didn't work. (laughs) Dude! (laughs) I'm saying, no fucking way. Also, that movie is supposed to be based, like even the original is based on true events where this family moves into this old... uh, well, it's an old house, but like, newly moving. oh my god. They move into this house, and uh, apparently the people that lived there before had all been murdered by the son, who had similar experiences to what the father now is having, where he's hearing, catch him, kill him, all over the fucking house. There's windows opening, doors closing. Well, eventually, 28 days after coming home and living in the basement, the son fucking ends up killing everybody, shooting them while they're sleeping. So, you know, this happens to the dad. And I'm thinking, like, this is fucking terrifying. It's not somebody, like, ripping your fucking head off or trying to rip your arms off or any of that shit. This is, like, purely a house. (laughs) Dude, it's a fucking house. The doors are opening and closing. They're seeing shit hanging from the fucking doorways. Like, mm -mm, no way. (laughs) So, yeah. So that movie terrified me. So I decided to show that to my daughters thinking, oh, this is a great fucking idea. And I am pat myself on the back like this will scare the living shit out of them. It did. It worked. <laughs> My eight-year-old, she doesn't really, she's like, she's cool like her dad. She's, she's calm and collected when shit's going down. She's just sitting beside me all curled up, just watching the movie. Then at the end of the movie, she's like, dad, can I sleep in your bed tonight? <laughs> Fine. Why not? Right? I know I obviously freaked you out. So then, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, as we're watching the movie, my oldest, who freaks out at anything that's like loud and is a jump scare, she'll freak out at it, right? So she freaks out, punches me in the fucking face, man. <laughs> I got punched in the face and I got a bed buddy for the night. <laughs> that took over all my bed. I got no sleep. Yeah, uh, it sucks. So I learned my lesson. So I stopped showing them like really scary movies and we started watching shit like The Ring. <laughs> Which then terrified my oldest daughter even further. But they're both pretty good about it. I'm actually very surprised at like. How. How easily they get over what they've just seen. It also makes me kind of sad. Because it makes me think like. What are you fucking watching that I'm not seeing. <laughs> That's like. That you're like oh I'm cool with this guy's head being kicked down the fucking hallway. I don't know. Uh but it's really fun. I really enjoy the fact that they're into scary movies now because I fucking love scary movies, man. When I was in <laughs> excuse me, when I was in my first year of university, I used to try and scare my girlfriend all the time cuz she she was really easy to scare. <laughs> I remember one time, our rooms, our dorm rooms had these big plate glass windows across the side. And like you should be able at the, at night, you should be able to see everything coming back at you. And for whatever reason, she didn't see me walk into the room while she was talking on the phone. And, uh, yeah, I scared the living shit out of her. It was fun as hell. <laughs> did a few more times after that. My buddy used to do a big, like, not a haunted house, but he would make his front yard as, like, scary and creepy as possible. He'd have the Halloween music playing as you'd walk up to the fucking dri- uh, up, up the driveway. And then next thing you know, like, you'd get to the, you'd get to sort of the walkway to the house. Which wasn't very far. It was like maybe six feet or something. And he'd have a skeleton that would like pop out of the bush at you. He'd be sitting there. He was the guy. He was this guy. The guy that would sit there with the bucket in his hands. And anytime a kid would go to grab candy, he'd grab their hand. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He was that dude. So I was trying to scare him one year. And uh, I was dressed up as... No, I was the guy that was... I wasn't dressed up. I was the guy leading the kids up, right? And, uh... So I decide by the end of the night that I want to try and scare him. So I notice he goes down to the end of the driveway looking for more kids to bring to the house, right? And um, he's trying to get people there. So I quickly take the stuff, like this defigured mask off this scarecrow that was sitting on his front porch, like right behind where he sits with the candy. (laughs) So I dressed up in the scarecrow stuff. And I like hopped inside of it and right behind him, okay? So he comes back, there's kids running up the walkway or coming up the walkway in a second. He sits there, gets all ready to scare the shit out of them. So they reach in, they go to grab candy, and he grabs their hand. Bah! <laughs> Dude, those kids screamed and freaked the fuck out. Okay? So he goes to sit back, and as soon as he sits back, and what do I do? I grab him by the shoulders from the top. Bah! <laughs> Motherfucker shot candy all the way down the fucking driveway. <laughs> it was awesome. I scared the scare guy. Because <laughs> <coughs> I'm creative like that. We used to do stupid shit like that all the time though. Try to scare people doing like hiding you know hiding in bushes. I never like scaring kids. I don't like scaring kids. I like I like trying to scare like a grown-up. Trying to give a grown up a fucking heart attack. That's always fun to me. You know what scares me the most about, like, okay, I don't know about you, but the, like, graphic violence or, like, there's certain aspects of horror movies that don't scare me. Like, the guy that gets his arms ripped off and, like, cut to pieces and stuff like that, that doesn't necessarily scare me. It grosses me out, but it just starts making me think, like, in all these horror movies, okay, these dudes fucking, they're stuck, let's say, take, take take Texas Chainsaw Massacre, for example, all right? These kids get lured into the, or they come into this cabin. They're all getting hacked up, essentially, in, like, different rooms in the house. One of them's in the basement, where all of the killer stuff is, like, where your knives are, your meat cleavers, your axes, whatever you're fucking using, right? Right? And these motherfuckers, instead of like trying to get away, <laughs> they they hide, okay? And then they run. But then they make the they make two mistakes as far as I'm concerned. So the first mistake that they make is the fact that have you ever noticed that, like, okay, let's say there's like Texas, there's a scene in, in one of the Texas Chainsaw massacres where this guy's getting cleaved up (laughs) and there is the opportunity to grab a knife but whenever they go to hit the person with the knife it's always like like weird it's always like super soft and off to the side it's never right down the middle you know what i mean where you would think that like if you were really ready to protect yourself and kill to get out of there you just ram that motherfucker right in that guy's face (laughs) you know what i mean and boom take off and then the second step is to not turn around and then try and find all the people you were with. (laughs) That's not what I would do. No fucking way. Okay? Sorry, if I came with you, it's not that I don't love you. It's just that I need... Somebody needs to live here. Okay? And I'm taking the fuck off. (laughs) So if it were the case of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, this is what I'm telling you I would do. So if I got out of the restraints in the basement... I would grab a hatchet if there was one. If not, some kind of knife, but not a butcher knife—one that you can like cut meat with. Okay. As soon as that dude came down the stairs and didn't real and realize that I wasn't strapped up again, I would drive that motherfucker right into the base of his head. Okay, just pow right up from behind. Shh, done. Brainstem gone. No way you're chasing me. But just in case, I'm fucking bolting out of that house across the fucking field. Okay, I'm getting to that roadway. And as soon as that car, I know it was a cop car, but as soon as that car stops, I don't give a fuck if it's a cop. It could be a military dude. I don't give a shit. I'm dragging that motherfucker out of the car. I'm beating him. And then I'm taking the car and I'm getting the fuck out of there. Why? Because that guy's the guy that takes you back. (laughs) Okay? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So that's my strategy. And then I would drive two towns down. (laughs) And then I would find... The police or FBI, CIA, whoever had fucking ghostbusters, <laughs> whoever the fuck I had to call. And then I would take them back to the house where I knew that like there were too many people for everybody to get slaughtered here. Okay. And like, maybe you'd find your friends. I don't know, but I don't understand one, why they don't actually try to stab a motherfucker properly in the head. I know you're scared, but you also have adrenaline rushing. So like there's a good chance that you'd be able to fight back. I know this guy's calm, but like, Take a deep breath first, okay? And then stab him, all right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I would do. But if it's a ghost, the fuck do you do to a ghost? I always had this theory. If it's just a ghost, the only thing it can do is hurt you with physical objects, right? So, like, it would have to throw something at you. It would have to fucking, like, hit you with something that's already there. So, like, it would have to drop something on you to kill you. Or, like, throw acid at you or some shit. Right, there's this whole <laughs> the wind outside. I don't know if you heard that. but <laughs> Perfect timing. So the what I'm saying is, with a ghost, it's it's a little more terrifying, but still kind of the same. Because you're like, what are you gonna do to me? You're gonna fly through me? Ooh, <laughs> come on, man. Are you fucking kidding me? You're a ghost. You can't actually touch me. And even if you do touch me, like it's probably all in my head, right? But you could throw a rock in my face, and that would hurt like shit. For sure. <laughs> okay. I get it. But at the same time. There, I like what I'm saying. There's aspects of all these things. That are scary but not scary. Because it goes. The fact that it could just fucking materialize. and be right there. And then all of a sudden be like. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> it could be behind you. A little bit. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The fucking. It's going to get you. But like does it get you? Because it's a ghost. It just goes through you. That's all I'm saying. Now, having said that, there are a couple instances where I have had some kind of freaky shit happen. Now, keep in mind that in at least one of these instances, I was probably pretty high, and it included a phone. So, who knows? Okay? But one was, if you listen to the episode Friendship's... I think it's friendships, whiskey, and something else. But that episode basically talks about a friend of mine who died and how I had like a premonition before he died, like two days before. I didn't see his death or anything, but I saw his funeral. And I just saw the suits and the people. Anyway, you can listen to it then. So that was one instance where I was sort of like met with the idea that there may be more to what the fuck is going on here than what we really see or think or know, you know? <laughs> so as much as I say, like, Amityville Horror is, you know, supposedly based on true uh, true events, it could be some of those things could have fucking happened. Doors and shit opening and closing, fucking all kinds of stuff going on. Would be, like open windows opening and closing like people walking up and down stairs you're just sitting there oh dude it'd be terrifying house tells you get out like fuck off (laughs) i'm not sticking around i'm like yep see ya you know but it's like it infects each person slowly so it, it deal it gets the dad first and he gets like a little bit cranky and like that's the power of a ghost but like a family in the woods <laughs> that are just hell on killing you and fucking wearing your face for fun, <laughs> chopping you up with a chainsaw. Why? Because it's you're good at it. <laughs> like, dude, that's also terrifying. It's not terrifying because you're gonna lose a limb. Like, you seem to die pretty fast if that guy fucks with you. It's not gonna be a fun death. It'll be super painful. But I'm just saying, it, it's over pretty quickly. It seems like. Whereas a ghost can like torture you, but the scary part is not getting cut up. And chopped into tiny little pieces. The scary part is that this person can hold you captive. Because everybody that's involved in this situation is in cahoots. And you can't get out. You can't get out at all. Even when you try to leave, they bring you the fuck back, man. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's the terrifying part for me. The fact that you you can't really get away. Or like, when you... It's, it's cyclical. So, like, you keep going in the same, but end up going in the, trying to get away from something, but you end up at the same, at the starting point over and over. Dude, shit like that terrifies me. That is fucking terrifying. Like, you can't get out of this fucking loop or time loop or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You want to scare the shit out of me? Pull that somehow. Make it a, gra- if you can make my day Groundhog Day, I will shit my pants. I guarantee it. Because <laughs> that you can't get away from. But the fact that you just are fighting to save your life, to me, I feel like I would fight harder than the people in these movies. But I guess everybody that watches them thinks that way too, right? And I would never run upstairs. I don't care if that door's locked or that window's closed. I'm fi- I'm smashing it or I'm fighting that motherfucker. I'm not leaving that main floor. No goddamn way. I want out as fast as possible. <laughs> I don't care if I have to break that door down, throw somebody through it. So yeah, so that was that was sort of like one of the times where With that, with my friend's death, I got a glimpse into like there's more to this shit. There's there's a higher connection. There's a different fucking level, and it started. It sunk. It sunk in. I guess because not too long after he passed away was when I watched that Amityville horror movie, and it scared the fucking piss out of me, man. I'm telling you, for months, for months, I wasn't able to go to the bathroom without having all the lights on, and then leaving them on when I went back to bed. (laughs) Okay, I'm telling you, I turned into a giant wuss. I'm not even lying. Hmm, came through, it's done. I hope you're enjoying the sesh. Hope you're having a good time. I hope you're jacked up for some uh for some Halloween. Whether you're going out to parties. Halloween parties are awesome. Whether you're going out to a party or whether you're you know doing whatever. I don't know. I hope you have a good weekend though. I hope it's fucking fun. I hope you get to terrify some people. I want to try to terrify some people. I would love that. I wanna put like just a baby doll on my fucking um, like by my door and figure out a way to make it move like find one of those motion sensor one there that, oh, that kind of shit. Oh, that'd be so much fun put it in the bush. So nobody really sees it. They just hear it <laughs> All right, so when my friend died that was one of the biggest one of the things that sort of like I said brought me into the idea that there's like this whole paranormal situation and Then the, the second thing that happened was the fact that he, so he dies, okay? Like, fucking six months later, I shit you not, this happened to me and another friend of mine. So, my phone rings, it's our dead friend's number. I answer it, it's a bunch of, and I'm going like, hello? <laughs> hello? And there's a whole bunch of, and then finally I hear And, like, that was it. And then the line cut out. I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking trippy. Now, again, at the time, I smoked a lot of weed. I was always high. And so it may not have actually happened like that. (laughs) Okay? It may have just been static. I don't know. But I do know that I was over at my buddy's house one day that knew him as well. And we're sitting there. We're sitting in his laundry room. And we're smoking some bowls. And the next thing you know, his phone rings. And it's our dead friend's phone number. Again, with his name. And we're thinking, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> and so the phone rings. Okay? He answers it. He described it as the exact same thing that happened to me. A bunch of... <sighs> until finally, he heard... <sighs> and then the line went dead. <laughs> dude. That phone was not used as far as we knew. It was collected from the wreckage because he died in a car accident and put in a box in his parents' basement with, in like a bag, a plastic bag, (laughs) and like in a corner. And his dad and his mom wouldn't touch it because they were so upset, obviously, because it was only six months later and he was like 21 when he died or 20. Okay? 21. So, yeah, that was fucking trippy. But again, both instances, I was super fucking high. So I can't be like, okay, 100% that happened. Alright? Now, here's the third scenario. This third scenario. the dude button still doesn't work. Dude! <laughs> the third scenario is fucking creepy as shit. Okay? So I worked at this golf course in uh, Guelph. It's called the Cutting Club. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> it's called the Cutting Club. All right, and supposedly the owner, way back in the day, in like the early 1900s or 1930s, I think, ended up supposedly hanging himself in his office, which at the time I worked there was a boardroom. Now the boardroom was pretty much a typical 1930s dude style boardroom, all wood paneling, mahogany, whatever. It might have been redone, but it was kept this way. It was kept similar to essentially what it was like there. So there was you know big window behind. Okay, so you walk into the room and to your it spans out to your left. So it's longer to your left than it is in front of you. So it's a rectangular style room. When I worked there, there was a big board table down the middle with a bunch of chairs around it. That was it. And then we would store things like, you know, the audio video equipment from presentations and stuff like that up there. So that used to be a big, uh, like... Box style TV on top of a black stand that he had to carry up these stairs and put in the boardroom. Now that boardroom was this guy's fucking um, office back in the day. So I guess I don't know what happened exactly. You could probably Google it and find the story. But apparently he hung himself there. So they said when I was hired, one of the guys I worked with and I thought at first he was trying to fuck with me. So, <laughs> so he tells me that yeah, if you're working here late at night, you can hear people walking. On the main floor. like, And he's like. There's nobody here but you. Because you have the keys to close up. And that's it. And there's no way. There's nothing. So he, he's like. You could hear it. Then you could hear doors opening and closing. Or like doors that were closed. Or I mean doors that were open. Being closed. Like to make it look proper. Kind of thing. And then you would hear. Uh, later on you'd hear footsteps up the stairs. And into his office. Dude these are like. It's just chilling thinking about the idea. That that could possibly be a thing. I don't know if it is a thing, but I'm saying it's, a th- you know, it'd be crazy. <laughs> so, okay. So this one day it was like the end of a shift and, um, me and this one guy that were, that was working down in the, uh, in the, um, locker room were asked to come and move the TV up the stairs. I think our, it was like an assistant manager comes down. She's like, can you guys move this big, heavy TV upstairs, please? Um, and put it in the boardroom. So I said, fine. Now, the thing was, you always had to close doors when you left rooms. I don't know. It was like a club rule or whatever. So, the door, they opened into the hallway. I don't know. But it was a thing. So, (laughs) we go upstairs. And we check. We, like, open the door to the room. The guy, buddy, shows me, like, yeah, there's secret passageways. So, you pop some of these panels. And they open up. And you can look. And it goes, like, all the way around the side of the room. Or it looks like it. So, I'm like, dude, this guy was fucking serious about something, right? Like, something, something. (laughs) And so... We look at all the panels, he tells me the story again, and like it gets obviously a little creepy, but it wasn't nighttime. it was like maybe 5 o'clock in the afternoon in the winter, so out the window, it was an overcast day, it was all grey, it was like wet snowing, like raining snowing, you know, and uh, it just added to the whole presence of the situation, so we get down to the bottom of the stairs, we go down to the bottom of the stairs, and we grab the TV, and we go up the stairs. There's nobody else upstairs because the manager who was supposed to be upstairs was downstairs watching us move the TV so she could tell, so we didn't drop it. Okay. So we go up to the top of the stairs and the fucking door's closed. We left the door open. I was the last one out. I know I left that fucking door open. So we open the door very awkwardly and we get the TV inside. We put the TV inside. Hear nothing, see nothing, whatever. But because the door was closed when we went back up the stairs, we literally went down and back up. Uh, Nobody noticed that the door had uh, had been closed, but we left it open. So anyway, (laughs) so we're like, I'm uneasy. I don't know if Buddy was uneasy or not. Maybe I maybe he knew somebody was fucking with me. I don't know because I was early on. But then we just take off, and he was the last one out. So I look up, and the door's open. I'm like, Hey, man, door's open. And uh, he ignores me, and we walk down the stairs. So, I go to fucking, I go to get ready, and the manager looks up the stairs, she's like, hey, the door's open, go close the door. (laughs) Fucking, okay, I go to go, by the time I get to the top of the stairs, the door's fucking closed, man. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, (laughs) okay? I know it sounds stupid. (laughs) It was stupid when it was happening, (laughs) but I, I have no explanation for that. There's no drafts. It's a one-way stairway, and like, It's like you put the stopper down at the button. It's one of those old doors where you put a stopper down and you stop the fucking door from moving. And it was closed. So needless to say, I decided I would never go in that room again. (laughs) And I never fucking did. (laughs) So like, yeah, ghosts scare me more than shit. What scares you, man? Does anything scare you? Like, do you believe in ghosts? Because aliens don't scare me as much as like the paranormal scares me. The idea of the paranormal scares me. That shit terrifies me. The fact that something can like... Just fuck with you and wear you down... By making noises and sounds... Because like you can't handle it... Dude that's some crazy shit. Having said that... I've never seen an actual ghost. I don't think. Maybe I've never noticed. Maybe I'm not that observant. So that's the other thing. Like, That's why I'm not convinced. I don't believe that like... I don't know man I don't know if I believe I don't I I do when I don't I guess (laughs) what do you think do you believe I don't know I know that it's as terrifying the thought of being in a fucking haunted house as it is the idea of being caught by like backwoods skin wearing rednecks (laughs) have you seen the hills have eyes Dude, that shit's fucking crazy. <laughs> but to, it, that's also based on a fucking true story. Did you know that? Did you know that? I'm telling you. To look it up. You can Google it. It's based on a real family of people. I don't know if they murdered people. They might have. But they were supposedly inbred cannibals that lived in like a cave in, I don't know, Arizona or some shit. That's fucked up. That stuff scares me, man. Because it's people. <laughs> it's people doing shit to other people. And like there's it's a group, it's a large group taking on a smaller group. And that like you can't win. You can't win. <laughs> there's no Rambo out of this shit. I don't even think Rambo could Rambo his way out of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Zombies, that's that's the other thing with zombies scare the fuck out of me, dude. The zombie I don't know. But zombies, oh man. The fact that you have something that's dead. Trying to eat you to stay alive but dead Like that's fucked up (laughs) I don't know I don't know what to tell you Those things fucking scare me And Dawn of the Dead So okay here I'll give you my top five Scary movies (laughs) Okay My top five scary movies These movies may not be the best They They may not be the scariest I find them fucking terrifying, and I'll tell you why. So Amityville Horror, number one. I already told you why. That poltergeist-style shit is scary as fuck to me, okay? My number two is The Hills Have... No, yes, is The Hills Have Eyes. Why? Because I've only watched it twice. Because I can't bring myself to watch it again. (laughs) The fact that a family's RV can break down and all these weird, deformed-looking motherfuckers can just start eating and fucking people. <clears throat> scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't even know if I could handle it. I would probably die of a heart attack from that shit happening. <laughs> I would get nowhere. Okay? So, The Hills Have Eyes is my number two. My number three is House of a Thousand Corpses. Have you ever seen this movie if you have not seen this movie this movie is incredible dude it is so fucking good (laughs) rob zombie nailed that shit like i wanted to make a horror movie for a really long time because i didn't think other horror movies were that fucking good and then i saw the house of a thousand corpses and i was like you did there's no point i can't fucking do that (laughs) I probably can't even make like a bad one, but I'm just saying if i if I had any talent there's no i could i still couldn't and why would you want to it was so good, dude, when he wakes up having that you know inappropriate dream, what am I saying inappropriate, this is 18 plus, dude, he wakes up thinking that he's eating pussy and he's licking a dead pussy cat that's been cut in half, that fucking had me done, I was done, (laughs) I was like, you can't, no, that is, I, that's the only thing that I've ever looked away from, okay, the thing happened, I, I just turned away, couldn't do it, okay, so house of a thousand corpses, also, it's got that element of, like, you can't get away. There's nowhere to go because everybody involved is involved. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. So, the, so now, number four. Okay. Number four doesn't, is terrifying for multiple reasons. Hostile. <laughs> Not two and three. Number one. Because that, I feel like, could legitimately fucking happen. Especially in an environment like that. With that vibe. Tell me that couldn't happen. And then when he cuts the guy's fucking. Achilles tendon. Dude. (laughs) It's got gore. It's got. You can't get away. You're trapped. Suspense. Like. Yeah. That's terrifying to me. And it also. It also plays on the fact that like. Up until COVID. That was like a pretty. Standard. Thing. That was happening. You know what I'm saying? People traveling around. And living like that. And like. Just, you know, going from hostile to hostile, dude. <laughs> that was so good. And my number five is Dawn of the Dead. The most recent Dawn, the, the more recent Dawn of the Dead. The one where they were all running at everything. <laughs> dude, it terrified me. With Ving Rhames, oh, that one terrified me for for fucking months as well. Because I figured that's exactly what it would be like if there was a fucking zombie apocalypse. You'd have all these fucking zombies chasing you down full speed, ready to eat you. And if you didn't get the fuck away or no people with guns, you were done. Done. <laughs> so those are my top fucking five movies. I know I didn't have weed facts this week. I know I didn't have uh, dude. <laughs> for real? <laughs> But I thought it would be more fun to talk about Halloween and fucking Halloween stories. Also, I'm out of weed. I've had my drink. I hope you enjoyed the sesh. Cheers. I hope you have a spooky weekend. (laughs) I hope you have a good weekend. I hope you enjoy whatever you do. I hope you get out and have a good uh, Halloween dress-up time. Because, let's be honest... Even if you're an adult, sometimes that shit's fun to do, especially if you smoke weed. If you smoke weed, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so yeah, so thanks. I guess those are my thoughts off the stem for this week. Thanks for joining me, Justin Baroni, and I hope you come back next week w- with me, Justin Baroni. <laughs> <laughs> thoughts off the stem at 4:20 p.m. on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Amazon Music. YouTube wherever you get a podcast, baby, it's out there because I'm hustling well at least I'm trying it's just me So if you like the episode if you like what's going on up in here, and you're enjoying it first of all Let me know about the lights leave a like subscribe uh, Turn on notifications and check out tots420.com where we've got all of the links to all of our things <laughs> and, t- and check out the tots 420 shop for some hats boom get your headgear and some thoughts off the stem logo style hoodies there's some new stuff coming out on Monday um yeah a couple new hoodie styles or one new hoodie style and one new t-shirt style I'm just deciding on which one Uh, and I think you guys will like those better so yeah leave it in the comments what do you think what do you like do you like it you enjoying the episodes what's going on (laughs) dude the tequila's hitting all right I hope you have a good weekend again like I said um yeah enjoy yourselves and until next time Keep your lids low, baby. Cheers.